Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Seed of Dragons podcast, Coffee and Scotch. My name is Eric. I'm coming to you from London, England, and it's late afternoon on a November. You might be able to see the fading light as my friend Dust and I talk. Dust, you just want to quickly introduce yourself. Yeah. Hey, Eric. Uh, I'm the coffee part of the Coffee and Scotch. I live on the West Coast of the United States in uh, in Oregon, and we love our coffee over here. And typically when we record, it's you know mornings for me and evenings for you, Eric, or late afternoons for you. And so here we go. Coffee and scotch. Glad to do this. And with so, you. Uh, yeah, our idea was that you could be drinking coffee. I'd be drinking scotch. But guess who forgot to have any scotch ready for our first podcast? Yeah. Yeah. But you do. But you don't do. worry. Of course I have some do. right here. I'm not jealous at all, but anyway, welcome. Seed of Dragons tells tales, uh, sorry, mythic tales of courage and darkness from the dragon's right. lair. Thank you so much for being with us. Uh, and thank you for joining us at our virtual campfire. Dust, I floated the idea to you of at this campfire that, that we're at, uh, if there was one author, living or dead, no rules, no rules, anyone yeah. you want, living or dead, who you'd want to to be at uh, the campfire telling you a story, who would it be? This is good. I mean, obviously, anyone who's into who reads has too many, too many names. But here we go. This is mine. So this is this is my buddy. Really? You think? Yeah. Do no. you have enough wood to keep that fire burning for 80 years? Isn't that great? Finish <laughs> I, can I have that translation, by the way. <laughs> I have that translation, by the way. It's very good. Yeah. Page after page, just one page after page goes in the fire and keeps us burning. So that's, this is my author. <laughs> Dostoevsky. Hey, this is going to be, in, this is going to be interesting. Because the last time I read Brothers Karamazov, I was not hugely thrilled by it. So oh, Dust, tell me, good. tell me why you love this. I, I love, there's so much there. I mean, you, and every time you come back to it, there's more. Um, the, all the brothers and their perspectives, um, the voices, the, the each one of them has such a unique narrative. Um, the, the wrestling, I mean, just Dostoevsky is caught in the storm and he doesn't leave the storm. And, and I think as an author, I, that's helpful for me. That brings me back. When I first, I remember reading no, it. To, to, to tell time. me, to, to... Sorry, tell yeah, me no, more what you mean by that. Dostoevsky is caught in the storm. Tell yeah, me. I mean, that's why we do, do see that. In yeah, it's why we do Seed of Dragons and why we talk about campfires and everything else. It, it's um, the world we live in is not a tame world. It's it's and um, I don't like reading authors who try to tame it down too much, who somehow, mm -hmm. you know, lock it in. Um, and Dostoevsky doesn't do that. He has this tremendous gift at, I mean, he's phenomenal at, at, helping you look through someone else's eyes and feeling what they feel. Um, and at the same time, he, the, the chaos is like right there and it's not outside. Wow. It's a lot of it's on the inside of whatever person he's, you know, speaking from. So I've got a, at some point in our conversation, I've got a quote I want to read, but there's so many that I have underlined in, in this particular novel. I would love to hear that. So anyway, um, that's, that's me. How about you, Eric? Our, let's 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 just let's play pickleball and just go back and forth like this boom 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 here i will I, I will i will tell you this but before i i want to say that i've got brothers karamazov downstairs with my other books because i like it but i've got uh underground man where mm. is it here it is underground man right here which i think is just a perfect 
just mm-hmm. inside, I could sing this book's praises mm-hmm. all day long. If we have time today, I'd I'd love for you to convince me on why I'm wrong. Our brothers Karamazov. Okay. So, anyway, if we have okay. time. Um, I'm going to be rude and turn away from the audience. Please forgive me. Uh, where is it? We're here so we high tech here. Listen, people, we we're I'm on the west coast of the United States, and Eric is in London, somewhere outside the, the outskirts of London. So you should just be thankful that we're pulling this off. <laughs> I think a better way to set that up would be we are both so inept with technology. Yeah, you, right. you should be thankful I figured out how to turn exactly. my computer on. That's true of me anyway. Same here. <laughs> my 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 uh, choice would not be Seamus Haney. Absolutely love, lovely as he is. It would be the author, unknown author of Beowulf. And because there are no rules, we'd be able to, in fact, as long as we're, you know, there's no rules, we'd be able to hear the old English which I'm sure is lovely and, you know, understand it and, and, and be translating it and I, taking it in at the same time. Um, I feel like you're cheating. I feel like this, like, I thought we were talking about someone that we know and all of a sudden you go off script and be like the unknown author of Beowulf. What the heck? Come on. Come so on. do you personally know Dostoevsky? Are you, do you follow each other on Twitter? Dust? Is that, <laughs> I do. Are, are those I follow ones? his parody account on Twitter. <laughs> There's a parody I, account. No, I'm just kidding. If there should be one, oh. if there isn't one, <laughs> you, I, you just found your life calling. By the way, hello, I, I'm Dostoevsky. You like my Twitter account? <laughs> it's my horrible attempt at a Russian <laughs> accent. Yeah, it is horrible. If only mine would be worse. Uh, I love Beowulf because there's strength, something strengthening about the language. Um. A literate, you know, there, there are different ways to write poetry in English, iambic and, and and different rhyme schemes and sonnets and so on. Alliterative poetry is a way that, and both Lewis and Tolkien have essays explaining how you do it, where the, the, the amount of, you know, the lines can be long or short, that doesn't matter. It's just, you have two clauses in every line and both clauses have two emphasized syllables. Yes. Yeah. And the second clause is to emphasize syllables. And the, oh gosh, I'm, I hope I'm not going to get this wrong. The third clause must rhyme with one of the first two emphasize, sorry, must alliterate with one of the first two emphasize syllables, the fourth can't. And there is something so strengthened. There, there's just something about the quality, the warp and woof of, the, of that way. Well, you know, even, when I read, when, even with which, what you just said, the warp and the woof of, I mean, it, there's so, the the way it flows almost like billows on the on the sea uh, is very cool right so it's got that boom 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 the and warp and the woof and the way of the speech some you couldn't yeah, say yes. warp and woof and way of words you can't do four alliteration Correct. that's yeah, yeah lewis calls it an abomination yeah. but it's, it's so heartening <laughs> it's an abomination <laughs> dear little chap <laughs> I'm not sure what that was. It was um, supposed to be a pipe. This is this would be. Lewis. You've done, you yeah. I know it was a pipe dust. You've done Russian and now English. I mean, oh my goodness! It's the coffee. the only thing, the 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 only thing making this worse is I don't have any scotch, and it's called coffee and scotch. And I I, I love in Beowulf, um, the courage against the monster. I love how they build a hall, and Grendel hates the hall. The the, the hall that Prothgar builds is almost a character in the story that Grendel yeah. hates. He wants to destroy it and defile it. Okay. And and Beowulf is awesome. And I love that it ends with Beowulf going to fight a dragon, knowing he will die and dying. 
yeah. and it ends. And, and you get over. this Christian imposition yeah. in this early English pagan poem. So you do get this sense of, you know, receiving friendship in the father's embrace. Yeah. Boy, it doesn't end well. I just yeah. love it. And I'd so love, I'd so love, I've, I've seriously thought about buying a grammar of old English just so I can, or get middle English it. or whatever, yeah. just so I can read Beowulf. Oh, please. That would be awesome. We could do this. That If you did that, we could have a reading on, uh, on coffee and scotch in one of these episodes, I, right? I, I met a uh, Oxford graduate who did medieval studies at Oxford, who read Beowulf in the original. She said, it's not hard to pronounce. Oh. Like the language is not simple, but but the pronunciation is not awful or anything. Who Why knows? don't we get her on the on coffee and scotch? That would be cool. Absolutely. Which absolutely it us? would be it'd be great to have a Beowulf scholar, you know, read some of the original English for it. I bet it sounds awesome. And then tell you that you're full of crap. <laughs> That's your job, Dust. <laughs> all right. What's all right, what what's your Dostoevsky quote? Wait, before we get into Dostoevsky, um, I'm just thinking, I'm just chewing on, on what you said and, and the unknown author sitting at this fire. if you could sit at the fire of Seed of Dragons with this unknown author of Beowulf, what would you ask them if you could ask anything? That's a good question. I think I'd be so much in awe of them that I don't know. You'd be shaking. <laughs> yeah, I, I probably would be as well. I, you know, honestly... It's interesting, Dust. Like a lot of the great literature in the past, like it makes sense. It's not super hard to make sense out of. Mm. I don't come away like I come away. I really like T.S. Eliot, but I had to read a commentary on it to make sense out of the wasteland, which I've come to really love. But it's just incomprehensible. But a lot of stuff written before the nineteenth century, it's like I get it. Like there wasn't this high and low culture divide. Like Shakespeare was like ordinary people would show up and see a Shakespeare right. play and they get yeah. something out of it. You know? And I, I, I wouldn't feel the need to ask a question because I get like I get it. Like he communicates. That's yeah. part of what is so great about it. He's not just writing for other elite. He's talking yeah. to ordinary people. So I wouldn't feel the need. I would just drink my scotch and listen to the sounds. <laughs> well, um, you'd need you'd need me to be him. you'd need me to be there because I would bring the scotch since you show up without it. But <laughs> I always forget. <laughs> I would bring the scotch would... and and you would drink it and then we would listen to him speak in old English, which is basically what we want, right? We want to hear him recite his own poem okay. at the fire. Yeah, well, yes, yes, yeah, but but yeah. Dust, what would you ask him? Oh, you know, Tolkien. Uh, wrote a great essay on all this and and of course he he did his own translation it's really yeah i've heard it's good right um and tolkien talks about that overlay for this author that this author was uh, the the one who put it into into writing was someone who was had lived had a foot in in the in the pagan world and had a foot in the christian world and sort of you know his genius according to tolkien is that he straddles both and so um, I th I'd want to ask some a question about that somehow, you know, um, mm. maybe I would, it would be something like, what were the first stories you heard when you were growing up besides this one? Wow. It, that would be wow. cool. That would be fun, right? Wow. It's like, what did you hear wow. around, around your kids? That'd be awesome. Yeah. You know, all the Norse myths stuff, I've got my Norse myths downstairs, but all of it is 
like the very, very latest stage of it. And it was written down by Snorri, whatever his name is, because it was being forgotten and he didn't want it to be forgotten. Right. But there are echoes to all these other stories and all yes. these other gods and goddesses. And no one knows has, mm. has any idea who they are. It's weird how myths, like a lot of the stuff I know, they're written down very, very late because they're being lost and they were alive for so many centuries. I think this is a moment for us to, and we should probably do this in every coffee and scotch episode at some point is to pause and ask gene wolf what he would do because <laughs> i gene you know, wolf I, behind me i know yeah because <laughs> here i am sitting i mean when i sit here and watch you talking to me you've got gene right over your shoulder and at some point you know we should just be like well what do you think gene <laughs> have you seen have you seen interview but for everyone watching my my dear daughter got an artist friend of of hers to draw gene wolf for me and that was a christmas present one of the best presents i've ever gotten i've got c.s lewis on the other side of my desk have you heard interviews of gene wolf dust yeah I, a couple of them he always sounds like a 1950s country doctor Yes. the most home down relaxed kind of guy and yeah. then i read it and it's like this labyrinthine literate like at times horrifying like the, his persona in interviews and the stuff his mind could come up with just seems it, it, it's unbelievable you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah it makes you think of other you know other authors from the past that we love and that we have no you know we have no record of what they were like in person if we, we tend to hold them up on some sort of, you know, pedestal, but in, in real life, yeah, he just comes across as just a, a easy person to talk to listening. He's, he's got a listening ear, you know, I, wasn't wasn't Dostoevsky a gambling addict and didn't he have to like move to get away from his debtors <laughs> I think so. That's a yeah. good question. Should I pull up his Wikipedia page and have a look? <laughs> hey, I'm horrible. I know nothing about his life. Well, you're horrible for other reasons, you exactly. miserable cretin. Um, exactly. Dust, give us the Dostoevsky quote. Just for listeners, I, I, I love my brother Dust to bits. And I told him before we, a couple of weeks ago, before we recorded this, that once a podcast, I was going to rip into him. What is a cretin, by the way? You A uh, cretin wouldn't even know what that is. Mm, What's yeah, a see. cretin? What is it? Well, just, just testing Something you. Dostoevsky. I mean, it's from it's from Dostoevsky's fake Twitter account, Dust. That's how it got developed. <laughs> I found you very cretinous. Now that sounded like a vampire. That's horrible. That's just not right. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Just, can we cut that? No, we can't cut that out, can we? All right. So this, I mean, there's, there's a variety of of really just things that I love and that I have underlined in this particular version. Yeah. Um, but th this is uh, this is ch end of chapter three, and it's Ivan. And um, one of the brothers, if you're not into, if you yep. have never read the brothers Karamazov, but, um, and he's, he's having a conversation, um, I, th I believe with Alyosha, but he says this, I am that very insect brother. And those words are precisely about me. And all of us Karamazovs are like that. And in you, an angel, the same insect lives and stirs up storms in your blood. Storms. Because sensuality is a storm. More than a storm. Beauty is a fearful and terrible thing. Fearful mm. because it's undefinable and it cannot be defined because here God gave us only riddles. Here the shores converge. Here all contradictions live together. I'm a very uneducated man, brother, but I've thought about it a lot. So terribly many mysteries, 
Too many riddles oppress man on earth. Solve them if you can without getting your feet wet. Beauty. And he just hollers. Wow. He just hollers, beauty. Is that <laughs> Ivan talking? I think so. Yes, I believe wow. it's Ivan. That's amazing. That's amazing. You know, one of my favorite scenes from Brothers K is when Alyo, so for if people don't know, it's about four brothers who are each, you know, represent some part of the human spirit. And most of the novel has to do with a murder and trying to figure out who did it, or at least, you know, the last half or so. But Alyosha. It's, it's Dimitri. Sorry. It, Dimitri. Okay. Dimitri. It, yeah. it makes, it makes, it makes sense. Dimitri. Sense. Yeah. Yeah. That Dimitri would say that, yeah. Um, Alyosha is a monk, this deeply pious man, and his master in the monastery dies. And there's some kind of rumor or prophecy that his body won't rot. And after three days, it starts to stink. And Alyosha is like, it's like what the heck shattered. Happened? Yeah. Yeah. What's yeah. going on here? Yeah. He, the master is not supposed to smell. He's so holy. He, he's so perfect. Why is he stinking right now? Yeah. So he goes to the, Alyosha goes to this woman, Grushenka. Who is who is um what's the delicate way to say, you know, she'll sleep around a lot. And I can't remember the lady of the night. A lady of the night, yeah. And Ayosha's gonna throw everything away and sleep with her. If it it's been a while since I read it, dust, correct me if I'm wrong. And the conversation they have is so he winds up not doing it, and it winds up being really good for both of them. And the conversation they have is so sweet, and just the way it yeah. plays out, I just love it. Mm-hmm. So you love that, but it, you do, you ended up not loving the 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 novel as a whole here okay here's what i found out i mean i know it's great literature i know it'll be read for hundreds of years i know that i I don't know i don't know of anyone who's reading dostoevsky anymore but i don't know anyway i I, I think this stuff will hang around with quotes like that from the mystery of beauty and the storm of sensuality i bet it'll hang around yeah yeah um I don't like it when Father Zosima meets the brothers and he meets Ivan and he didn't say anything. He just kisses him and walks away. That That's very dramatic, but it's one point at which, okay, I'll, I'll come back to that later. I don't like with the Grand Inquisitor and Ivan's poem and Alyosha seems to accept the terms of the poem and says, your poem praises Christ. It doesn't. So it's like, oh, hmm, okay. Was Alyosha right to do that? or not and then the very last scene Alyosha's talking to these young boys he's trying to help we're beggars you know and I'm like waiting for the novel to crystallize I'm waiting for Alyosha to say you know my bro I thought my brother Ivan was right but actually he was wrong in the po- or my brother Ivan was right but not in the way he thought or I have some new like and he didn't say any of that he just says something really important happened and we'll all meet again someday and the novel ends, and I'm like, it's like the novel won't quite come into focus for me. Yeah, but am I see, missing? Something? And see, this is what I like about what you dislike about it is probably what I like about about it. Okay. And that is, okay. is I feel that as an author, he's letting them breathe without letting them preach, even though they all preach in their own way, right? Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's all. Wow. Wow. He's more. So he's there more is. No... He's, he's more concerned with the the drama. And and wow. letting the drama play out and letting us watch it, and then and then just it's let let, that's let, really let the chips fall. Yeah, that's really interesting. The stakes are so high in the novel that as I'm getting to the end, I'm wanting, like, you know, bring it home, like stick yeah. the landing, Dostoevsky. Yeah. But that's very interesting when you said that. Like a Louis L'Amour novel. Sorry, I'm I'm picking on you now, but <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I haven't read I haven't read oh, Louis L'Amour. Oh, well, those are he great. sounds. You know, they're, they're, Louis L'Amour could write a novel like a day. 
he literally has there's a picture of him sitting like in downtown San Francisco in between two lanes of traffic with his typewriter writing because he he said he could do it so he went out and did, he, he he was that kind of a writer so in that sense he's a great writer because he was just always he was committed to his task but but all of his novels end with you know the hero knocking the crap out of some you know some bad guy and and you know and winning and, and making it through I'm not asking for Alyosha to win. I'm just asking for the, I, it doesn't seem to me that the issues raised in the novel, like he, he Dostoevsky lays them out on the table, they crash into each other, you move through it, it's gripping, and then it just ends. And it's like, yeah. so give me a steer, which way? Mm -hmm. um, I want the narrator to do that and he doesn't, but maybe that's a virtue for the novel. Maybe it is. You know, it would be really good. And this would be, this would need to be another episode for us, but we should, it would be mm -hmm. fun to get into it more and look at that last chapter and and decide and see it's been a while for me since i've read the whole novel so that would be fun i i, I would i would we, love to do that especially with put a pin like in that. That. yeah yeah right, let's put a pin in that one let's come back to it i like it yeah all right dust well dust has been hugely fun for everyone listening it is very dark but you are among friends Leave a comment below. If you disagree with me, if I'm wrong, tell me why. Leave a comment below. Let us know who you would want to hear at the campfire reading their own story. That's right. And if uh, I could just if I could just jump in here too and interrupt you briefly and to say that and we said this in the in introduction for this whole thing in another another introduction, but it you know, Seed of Dragons started with the two of us just caring about each other and and caring about sharing what we think and caring about stories and everything else is extra. And, um, and, and so we want you to have that same sense, I guess that first of all, it's just two friends and um, you know, it, it is dark a, a lot of times, but when two friends get together and have a great conversation, it changes things. And I always feel that way when I talk with you, Eric. So thank you. Me as well. Me as well. Yeah. So give us that Thanks, line everyone. again because it's just awesome. What is it again? But, yeah, thank you. It is very dark, but you are among friends. And for everyone watching, you are among friends. That's perfect. Thanks, Thanks everyone. Yeah.